Hey everybody, welcome to Tuck Talk Sports with yours truly, Anand Tucker. I have a good one for you today where there's an in-depth look at the NFL Draft Dimes. Dimes meaning 10 out of 10 top prospects. Here we go. So as I mentioned in the intro, by dime I mean 10 out of 10 top prospects. And in this 2021 NFL Draft class, it's a very offensive heavy draft class. Lots of great quarterbacks, offensive linemen, receivers. So I'm going to go through the top 10 draft positions, starting with the Jags. I'm going to go through some big names in this year's draft class to keep an eye on. And I'll also look at some teams that might trade up or trade down. The Lions, the Bears, the Panthers, Washington, Philly, New England. There's a lot going on here, a lot of moving parts and pieces. But what you have to keep in mind is best player and best fit are two different things. The best player on the board might not be the best fit for that specific franchise. So definitely keep that in mind as I go through these top 10 positions. So with the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I had the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. He's a junior and it seems like the most obvious pick here. So let's look at the Jags and their history. They're basically restarting their franchise. Only a few years back were their championship caliber team. Leonard Fournette, Alan Hearns, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, Dante Fowler Jr., Malik Jackson, Miles Jack. That was a great defense and a solid offense. But it, they left all their pieces, broke them apart, and Trevor Lawrence is here now. And everyone's saying he's the next best thing since sliced bread. Some say the next Andrew Luck type player. I think he'll be the face of the franchise, but it will definitely take some time. Reads the plays really well, good arm, not crazy mobile. But he can get some rushing yards and he can go in into the end zone and score some touchdowns. Very accurate. And you have to keep in mind, Urban Meyer left Ohio State for a reason. To select this quarterback and so this franchise can get in the right direction. With the number two overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the New York Jets selecting Zach Wilson, quarterback, junior out of BYU. And he's one of those top rated quarterbacks in this year's draft. It's an interesting pick here for many reasons. I think there are arguably better quarterbacks out there, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, some of those other guys. But from what reports are saying, Jets and Coach Sala really like him. This Jets franchise has been historically bad for many seasons. And what they need is a savior. Do I think he's a savior? No, I think that savior would have been Trevor Lawrence. And here's the reason why. Zach Wilson against winning teams, 10 plus wins, he's 0-5. Many analysts are saying this stat and I agree with them. Not every top pick pans out well. There's always a bust here or there, and I think he's that guy. It's not a good match in my eyes. He's mobile. He's entertaining to watch. Versatile. Definitely has a lot of pros. I hope it works out, but I just don't see him being the savior the New York Jets need. They need face of a franchise quarterback, and I don't think he's that type of guy. It's not his fault. I hope it pans out well, but I just don't see this match working here. With the third overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the San Francisco 49ers selecting Mac Jones, quarterback out of Alabama. A junior here played in the SEC, and as you can tell, these quarterbacks are headlining this year's draft and for a reason. So let's look at quarterbacks under Coach Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers. He had Matt Schwab, Rex Grossman, RG3, Matt Ryan, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So whose name screams out in this year's draft that are similar to those quarterbacks? Mac Jones, definitely. He's not mobile, different than the norm now in the NFL for sure. NFL is more geared towards the Lamar Jacksons, the Deshaun Watsons, Russell Wilsons, Dak Prescotts, those type of quarterbacks. And he's not the norm now. 
but I definitely see this pick happening. It's not the best pick in my eyes. I would definitely see Justin Fields fitting well with this organization, but Mac Jones has great experience, plays in a tough conference in the SEC, arguably the best in, in the nation. His accuracy is off the charts. He's smart, but I just like other quarterbacks here. Let's see how it pans out for this organization. With the fourth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Atlanta Falcons selecting Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. So he's the first non-quarterback picked, but it's still offensively minded. Junior, 6'5", 240, SEC product. And the one word that screams out for this pick is unbelievable. Great talent, versatile, big, quick, hard to defend. You need to double team him to really have a chance to guard him. And so let's look at this let's look at this team right now. Arthur Smith, new head coach, former Titans offensive coordinator. And this pick is it's hard to see who who the Falcons are going to pick. Matt Ryan's 35. He's not injury prone. Very similar uh body style and very similar quarterback style com- compared to Ryan Tannehill, who Arthur Smith worked with before. And so the Falcons, they might draft Ryan's backup. They might want to start completely fresh. New coach Arthur Smith, new quarterback, maybe Justin Fields, Trey Lance. But I just don't see that happening. I think Ryan is not injury prone. He can he still has a few more years in him. And it's hard to pass a guy up like Kyle Pitts. I think he can really complete that offense. And he's just an elite talent that's hard to pass. With the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Penny Sell. Offensive lineman from Oregon. So Pac-12 product here, a big man, but again, offensively minded, and he's arguably the best offensive lineman in the draft. So this is a very pivotal move for this Bengals franchise. What does Joe Burrow want versus what does the GM and this franchise want? Burrow's been lobbying for Jamar Chase, arguably the best wide receiver in this year's draft class. And they have a good rapport with one another because they're both LSU products. Great LSU connection. They can be a great one-two punch. And so you have to look at other quarterbacks and other organizations and their relationships also. Look at Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers wants a wide receiver. He wants these top talents, but Green Bay is not really helping him too much. So you have to keep Burrow happy. You have to keep the fan base happy. And the GM and the team has to be happy also. They have to know what they're doing. We don't know what, what they're doing. We don't know what's happening behind the curtains. But both Chase and Sewell are good. The only reason I see the Bengals picking Sewell here. It's because of Burrow's injury. Their offensive line was not strong at all. He got that terrible leg injury that kept him out for the rest of the season. So if they, I think they need to protect him. They have solid receivers, but protection is key for Burrow's success in Cincinnati. With the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. So this is where the Dolphins snag him. This is where he lands up. He's a junior, 6'1", 4'3", 8", 40-yard dash. He opted out to play this year, but he's a really top-tier talent. This Miami Dolphins organization rests on Tua's shoulders. This defense was top 10. That was their biggest strength last season. Tua is a good quarterback, and his receivers, his offense got better with Chase. Parker's there. You have Jaseki, and now you have Jamar Chase. He's a complete receiver, strong, fast, competitive, great with 50-50 balls. He could arguably be the best receiver in this draft. His potential for greatness is definitely there. Uh, Just because you didn't see him last year doesn't mean he's not great. He's a top-tier talent, and I think the Dolphins will be that much better and that much more fun to watch with him there. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Detroit Lions selecting Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. 6'1", about 170 pounds, so his frame is small, definitely. 
but he was a Heisman Trophy champ and for a reason. Fast, smooth, route running's insane, great separation, 50-50 balls, it's all his. Size is a big question, I understand that, but he has a bigger heart. There's a big reason why Alabama were national champs this year, and it's because of him. Three touchdowns, 12 receptions, 215 yards in the championship game. Those are amazing stats. I definitely see the Lions trading back here, getting more picks, drafting a guy later, getting some more capital and some more strengths. But if they stay, Smith is the best pick. Strong wideout. The last great wideout the Lions had was Megatron. And he he screams that type of talent. He screams Marvin Harrison. And if he has a strong connection with Goff, they could be a dangerous duo. But like I mentioned, I don't see the Lions staying here. I see them trading back and you know getting more draft capital. With the 8th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. Senior, 6'4", 315 pounds. He's a top guy of his top position. And being a big guy, that's a big strength. This is another team that I realistically see trading back. Get more picks, help Darna later on in the draft. Sam Darna recently traded from the Jets to Carolina. It seems like he's their guy. Coach Rule seems content with him. Uh, again, Teddy Bridgewater is also there either to be traded or provide competition in training camp. And they just need protection for the quarterback. That seems like it's really it. Some defensive pieces for sure. But McCaffrey is an elite running back. They have solid wideouts in Anderson, DJ Moore. They just need help protecting players. I definitely see them trading back, get more picks later on. But if they stay, Slater is a no-brainer for this organization. With the ninth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Denver Broncos selecting Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. He's a top-level talent. He's a top quarterback in this draft class, and I see him going to the Denver Broncos. 6'3", 225, similar to Dak Prescott in frame and playing style. I do see Denver trading up in order to get their quarterback, and I believe that quarterback will be Justin Fields. I think they trade up for that security just to make sure they get him. He's a really nice guy, strong, versatile, mobile. He screams the type of quarterback you want in this era of the NFL. Analysts say he struggles to read plays, but I do not believe that. He beat a tough Clemson team, and he was able to, to make it to the college football championship. Denver is missing a quarterback, but they do have great offensive powers. Jerry Judy, Hamler, Sutton, and so much more. I think... You know, Drew Locke's not their guy, but Justin Fields can complete that offense and can lead the Denver Broncos to the right path. With the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have the Dallas Cowboys selecting Patrick Sertain II, a cornerback from Alabama. So he's the first defensive player off the board. Again, like I mentioned, this is a very offensive-heavy draft class. He's 6'2", 208, and he's that lockdown kind of guy. Let's look at Dallas's offense. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper... Ezekiel Elliott, another wide receiver in Gallup, and then Dak Prescott. That offense is as complete as it can be, really. Their defense is their weak point, and it's been historically bad. They need to strengthen it with a top prospect. Sean Lee just retired, so they may want they may want to get a guy to replace him like Michael Parsons from Penn State, but I see them going corner. Uh, Patrick Sertain is from the SEC in a tough conference where there's top-notch wide receivers. So his experience would definitely be helpful. He will only help this Dallas defense, and I just see this pick working out for this organization. So now let's look at some notable teams that might possibly trade in this year's draft. So you have the Detroit Lions. 
I think they're going to trade down, get more capital in some future drafts. They need to figure out which direction they're going to go in, either with golf or another quarterback. They just need to get down their path. Denver Broncos, I see them trading up to get their franchise quarterback. Again, I believe it will be Justin Fields, but I think they trade up for security, make sure they land their guy and no one else does. Carolina Panthers, I see this as another team trading back and you know getting more picks to strengthen their squad. They could land a, a top offensive lineman in Slater, but the, this is a very uh, deep offensive class. So I think they can get some other linemen later on in the draft to protect Darnold. Philadelphia, I can see them trading for Pitts, Jamar Chase, or maybe even a quarterback. There are rumors they might want a quarterback. They might add Zach Ertz to the tight end in a deal to sweeten it up, so you have to see how that goes. And then there's Washington, Chicago, and New England. I think they all want a quarterback for their franchise. They're all gunning for a quarterback. Washington's is a unique team because they're just a quarterback away from being elite. Their defense was top 10, arguably top 5 in the NFL. And they just don't have a quarterback to lead them. If they get a solid guy to lead them to success, I think they're going to be a very tough team to beat and they're going to have good overall talent. And so in this last segment, I want to look at some players that might sneak into the top 10 or that might just miss out, but they can be immediate impact players. My first guy here is Trey Lance, North Dakota State University quarterback. I see him getting picked early, especially if there's a trade with other teams, such as Washington football team, Chicago, New England. He's a solid quarterback with a big frame. A lot of people say he reminds them of Josh Allen, so that would be a nice pick for some teams. Micah Parsons, a linebacker from Penn State. He's a real leader. Off the field concerns for sure, but he's physical, he's speedy, and he's a good linebacker to lead a defense. Maybe Dallas might pick him. J.C. Horn, a cornerback from the University of South Carolina. He's an elite quarterback, tough, physical, and he played in the SEC. So he went up against a lot of top-tier wide receivers. The experience is definitely there. His father played in the NFL, and there are loads of other quarterbacks currently in the NFL endorsing his skill set. Jalen Ramsey, Richard Sherman. I mean, they're really saying this guy has what it takes to succeed in the NFL. And then, like I mentioned before, this is a very offensively talented draft class. So there are a lot of other guys out there who might sneak into the top 10 or who could be, you know, just outside and really great players in the NFL. Vera Tucker, an offensive lineman. Kadarius Toney, a smaller but speedy wide receiver from University of Florida. And Jalen Waddle, a wide receiver from Alabama. Elite, elite player. He was riddled with an injury this past season, but when healthy, he's a deadly player for sure. Route running and speed are his strengths, and a lot of analysts say he could be the next Tyreek Hill. So that might be a nice pickup for some teams. Well, that's all for today, folks. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are on my top 10 draft picks. Let me know where I went right, where I went wrong, who are some of your favorite players. Maybe you guys know some sleepers out there who could be immediate impact players, some steals later on in the draft. But I hope you join me next time where I discuss the NBA playoffs. It's going to be around that time when their seeding games are finishing up, playoff series are starting. It's going to be loads of fun, very exciting. It's coming down right to it. Please give the podcast a rating or comment on what you thought of the show. And thanks for listening to Tucker Talk Sports. See ya.